I, I lost my train of thought, though. I'm sorry. Your train of thought was just, welcome back. <laughs> I know, but I was going to have, like, a creative one. And then, and then I was confused because you were counting down this time, whereas it was silent last time. And I was like, oh, is it going to pick up the sound? And so I just wasn't sure. But it's totally fine. We can start now. What's up, podcast world? <laughs> it's Natasha in the studio with Emma Erickson. And we are so excited that you're joining us for another episode of the Figured It Out podcast. Yeah, it's just us two today. And I feel like, and we've kind of been recording a little out of order, and we'll, you'll know why next week. But I feel like it hasn't been just us two for a while. No, honestly. It, I, Emma, how are you? I just feel like we haven't had a normal conversation. Yeah, actually, Natasha and I, we don't chat unless it's the, on the podcast. We make sure we record everything that we speak to one another. So actually, like, we haven't chatted in a while. So yeah. um, I'm good. Good. Um, I'm glad to hear. I'm really, really enjoying summer. Yeah. It's like full-fledged summer now. So enjoying that. Um yeah, life has been really good. How about you? You know, likewise, honestly, I mean, um, today was a little bit like bittersweet because maybe not bittersweet is the right word, like, I don't know, but mm-hmm. I got my car fixed and it needed to be fixed. And I'm so thankful for the mechanics over at Brasson Automotive. They should pay us for this little ad I just did yeah. for them. Um, but I'm really thankful for them. But also it's just like any time that your car gets fixed, you're spending money. And mm-hmm. so I don't know. That's a little bit, right. yeah. And yet you gain, like, a fixed car out of it, but it's like, I shouldn't, have, like, I just, when I bought a car, I didn't want this to come up anyways. Exactly. It's, car My car looks so the weird. same, you know, mm-hmm. it, it sounds better. I will give them that. Peace of mind is a price to pay, like, or there's a price to pay for peace of mind. Yeah, and it was a significant issue, but anyways, so, like, I think that's really good. This week's been busy, and I feel like it's already over my mind, because so much is happening next mm-hmm. week and this weekend, Yeah, and I don't know, like, have you had those weeks? Oh, to me, like, yeah, we're recording on Wednesday, and I feel like this week should be over, mm-hmm. and last week was a three-day week for me, so, man, I feel like... Now I have two more days still versus last week I was done at this time. So wow. three-day weeks, like, I'm fine with four-day weeks, but a three-day week just really was good last week. I wouldn't argue with a three-day week. Not at all. Yeah. No. Um, Guys, like, I just feel like this needs to be shared, but one of my good friends is getting married this weekend. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like, it's such a weird thing to be like, wow, like, we were we were kids together, and I'm so excited that she's getting married, but it's such an interesting, like, dynamic to have hmm. of, like, being at this stage in life and I don't know a lot of times I say like a lot of my friends aren't getting married right now but this is one and so um yeah it's just Mm -hmm. it's weird it's exciting and I think that's part of this like week the mm -hmm. strangeness feel of it because that's coming Mm -hmm. so right like a childhood friend yeah someone you knew (laughs) (laughs) pre-me so weird I think I knew like when we met I think she was maybe like seven it's crazy I'm a little bit older than her I'm Mm -hmm. actually good friends with her sister and then my um, sister and her were best friends growing up. Oh, so, cute. Yeah. That'll be such a nice thing this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun, fun. Um, well, now that we've caught up, let's talk about the apple of our eye, the love of our life, the constant, <laughs> constant topic of our podcast. You don't make it through a podcast without hearing about him. Today we're talking about getting a puppy. And how can we talk about that without the one and only Brecken, Bummer, Kylo Paxson, Finn, Trinovsky? I was thinking, I was like, I don't even know what his last name is because he has so many names. I'm like, oh, you know, is his last name Colorado? Because it's like Breckenridge, Colorado. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I don't think you pick a last name. I know, but but he just has so many. Last names or no, middle names? names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think last name, his last name will be Trinovsky. But when you get married, will his last name change? It'll be hyphened. 
because <laughs> he needs one more word in yep. that name. Yep. Oh my goodness. Oh man. No, we are talking about getting a puppy, you guys, mm-hmm. because it is something that I think like we're at this stage of life that you could get a dog and it's I mean not that you couldn't before but it's just like hey most of the time you're in a place that's like stable you can commit to another animal and it's just like all right like Mm -hmm. here's a here's a season yeah I think obviously when you're in high school the decision's not up to you Mm because traditionally you're living with your parents and when you're in college you're living in a dorm or you're living in like a rental for seven months and then you're moving back home like you're not like, be, once you're in young, a young adult stage, whether that's right after high school or right after college or whatever your path you're taking, like, this is the time when you actually can. And, like, growing up, you're always like, oh, I'm going to get a dog when I'm older. Like, of course I said that, too. But now now's the time when you actually can. And it's like, okay, if I'm going to, I'm actually going to. Yeah. No, I mean, I've wanted a dog for years. Mm-hmm. And, like, I grew up with dogs and, and all of that. But I was, like, always, oh, after college, like, I'm going to get a dog. But it's been two years post-college before I really felt like I was in a place to be able to do that Mm -hmm. and so yeah so Natasha and then by association me we got a dog and so and we've had it for had him (laughs) I'm sorry had him for um three or four months now so Mm -hmm. like now we kind of feel like we can talk about what that process was like yeah and also you guys like this isn't we say this a lot with our our (laughs) advice podcast but it's not end all be all but like things to consider before getting a puppy Mm -hmm. basically and like just I don't know if you're interested in in looking to the possibility of getting a dog like what are ways that you can prepare for that yeah um yeah and some things like might sound work I I feel like more than more than not it's gonna sound negative and like hey here's a warning here's a warning here's a warning but that's just because the other side's so easy we have I mean we have I pro- we could probably find a thousand pictures of Brecken already don't you think between the oh, four of sure, us for sure there is a thousand different pictures because like we just we have gone total mom mode on Brecken and so like we don't need to convince you to get a puppy and so here are just the things to remember because. It's so easy to want one, and so here are the realistic points of view. Last night, I brought him to uh, my small group. We had a mm-hmm. bonfire and stuff, and I was like, hey, can I bring my dog? You know, whatever. And so they were like, sure, bring him. And when he showed up, everyone was like, oh, we should get a dog. Mm-hmm. I want a dog. And it's just like, when you meet him, like, of course you want to. And it's just something that's so easy to be like, yeah, owning a dog is super fun. Yeah. And these aren't meant to be, like, the negative things, but it's just, like, the reality check of the positives that are amazing with owning a dog. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so... Maybe you can call our podcast today a reality check, but I mean, I, I think we'd still be like, yeah, get a dog. They're oh, for so sure. worth it. All these things that we're going to maybe rant about or just be like, hey, this is a thing and this is a cost and this is a time commitment. It's still like you still have this adorable puppy that you're going to have for 13 years ish or whatever. And like, it's still that you're adding something to your life. Exactly. So we've kind of broken this podcast down to the first section of getting a puppy, like things to consider before you actually have the dog arrive at your house. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is something also, guys, because I'm a dog nerd and like kind of passionate about because my family growing up, like we've bred dogs and it's just something that is like, well, it's really important. And so there's a little bit of like a soapbox that I'll get on the... we're just gonna I, have to endure. I'm sorry. I want to talk about breeding dogs nope. today, everyone. <laughs> it's my go-to topic. You guys, it's so embarrassing. My roommates, like, the, whenever they meet someone and people talk, they're like, the question, like, oh, what do your roommates do or stuff? My roommates will say that I breed dogs, and like, it's fine, but it's just kind of a weird thing. And now I guess I've just said it to the entire mm-hmm. world. Um, but it's just like that's what they talk about yeah. when they when they mention my name. 
Yeah, if you need a first date conversation, dog <laughs> breeding is the one for it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh dear. Anyways. Um, no, but it is an important thing to like know of where you're getting your dog from and and the aspects of that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. So talk a little bit about dog breeding though versus adopting because there's like this huge movement of adopt, don't shop and mm-hmm. helping dogs in shelters and you're very much your business is not that. And so how do you address that? Okay, here's my thoughts. How long are you going to have a dog for? Like 10, 15 years, 10, 15 right? Years, yeah, yeah, approximately. And so that's a really, really, really long time of life. And especially at our age, that's like, like my life is going to change so much in 15 years. I'm probably not going to be single and I'll probably be a parent, which means that whatever dog I have has to be able to make those transitions with me. Mm-hmm. And so one of the reasons why I just think buying from a breeder gives you so much more peace of mind is because you know that your puppy has been raised well if you do your research on where you get your dog from as Mm -hmm. far as a breeder goes. Whereas like, I'm not against rescues at all. They are super important. We've owned rescues in the past. We used to foster dogs. It's an amazing thing. However, you don't have the background that you necessarily get and the support system that you get when you buy from a good breeder. And so that's my reason for why I'll probably always choose to get purebred dogs is because I appreciate the support system of knowing if my dog has an issue, whether it's health Mm -hmm. or temperament, I can go to someone and say, hey, like I'm seeing this. Can you give me some counsel or can you help me out with that? Yeah. And I think that's really important because also if you're getting a dog and this is your first dog, it's helpful to have someone that like has your back with that, Mm -hmm. that they've put in the time before you have to take and deal with any like problems that are in your dog. Interesting. I... But we got a dog um, through weird scenarios. Like we didn't adopt, we didn't sh- buy him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like wandered into our yard. We got a wander dog, um, and like we were able like f- to track down the owners. And there were things from his prior owner that like we had to deal with. Mm-hmm. And like they weren't big things, yeah. but like his prior owner, he like barked at older men because of something that was at the prior owner. Mm-hmm. So. My mom had a dog um, when, like, I was younger that it would always whine incessantly when it got into the car. And she had gotten this dog when it was, like, three years old. And she called the previous owner at one point and was like, listen, like, I love this dog, but do you know why um, it whines all the time? He's like, oh, well, that's because when we got in the car, I would hype the dog up so that she'd be in this frenzy and would just whine and, like, just could not stop. And so, like, the second she got in the car, it was just this high-pitched whining. Why? Would because he, he would just to do that? He was just like, let's be excited about where we're going. And then the dog would be. But then the end result was that she could never be in the car silent. <laughs> I would picture, like... Oh, my, my, my picture of like what he was going to say was, oh, I would always blast the music so we'd sing together. <laughs> Not that. But. No, he would just like hype her up. So like it's those type of things where I think when you buy a dog from a breeder, typically you're going to mm-hmm. deal with less of those problems, mm-hmm. which can be really helpful if this is your first dog, because then you don't have to like worry about that as much. But it also comes down to like where you get the breeder is important, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Those are my thoughts, not against rescuing. It's just that you're, you know, that's something else to consider mm-hmm. and it's probably going to have some different dynamics that you weren't anticipating. Gotcha. Okay. So you found a breeder. We're not going to get crazy deep into breeding um, and like f- how to find a breeder and whatnot, but if you find a breeder, you, you're going to get the, a dog from them. Should you like look into what type of dog? Like, how do you pick what type of dog? Because there's like a million types. I know. I think this just goes down to like, what are your preferences mm-hmm. in personality and temperament? 
And doing research is really, really helpful because, again, this is a huge commitment and it's going to affect your life. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't want a dog that's going to, like, chase down everything, maybe don't get a hound dog that has to, like, follow every scent. Like, those type of things. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If you're not a super active person but you want a cuddly dog, maybe don't get a border collie. Like, it's just those type of things. Mm -hmm. But also there's mixes that are amazing, too, with that. So I don't know. You know, a thought I just had right now doesn't fit exactly into what we're talking about. But, like... We, in preparation for this podcast, we're like, oh, this is kind of more of a lighthearted topic. But this is a decision that impacts you for the next 10, 15 years, as Natasha keeps reiterating. Like, figuring out roommates, figuring out renting, like, those things maybe aren't going to, those things are going to be five years. Figuring out personality tests, like, those things aren't as, like, life-changing as potentially this. Mm -hmm. So, like, we kind of were like, oh, this is, like, a more fun, silly topic. And, yeah, it doesn't apply to everyone in their young adult stage. But if this applies to you, like... This is a big decision, folks. Honestly, I think it's like, okay, you want to like marry the right person, but you want to have the right dog come into your life too. Because otherwise, no, like guys, we've gotten rid of dogs over the years just because mm-hmm. they were, you know, not good with kids. And we had a lot of young kids and friends over. And so mm-hmm. it was dangerous for them to be with us. Yeah. And that's a huge thing. And it's really sad. Like getting mm-hmm. rid of an animal is a horrible, horrible, horrible feeling because you yeah. feel like you failed them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, we love Brecken, but Brecken also loves us. Like, this is his home. And Mm -hmm. if there was a point where it was like, oh, I can't take care of you because I didn't do my research beforehand, that would be such a horrible feeling Mm -hmm. as his owner. Yeah. And so I think it actually is something that, like, sit down and make sure that you know what you're getting into and that the type of dog you're getting is going to fit your lifestyle. Yeah. Because there are backs. Like, if if this isn't working out, you know, a breeder will take their dog back, which is another reason to get it from them. Mm -hmm. Um, But otherwise, then you're contributing to the whole, like, having to find a a home for a a rescue dog, you know? And, like, that's fine if you get to that point. Mm -hmm. However, it pays off to do the research ahead of time because it's sad to not be able Mm -hmm. to keep one. Yeah. So, big decision to make. Like, what are some other aspects of that decision process? Like, how do you know if you're ready to get a dog? I think another really important thing is making sure you have a good support system mm-hmm. because having a dog is really hard to do alone. Yeah. And so, I mean, you guys have been that for me with Brecken of mm-hmm. being able to be like, hey, if I have to run somewhere quick, like you're game to watch him or you watch him some days when you work from home. Mm-hmm. Actually, guys, shout out to Emma this week. <laughs> she and Brecken went through a lot. <laughs> it's like I love him so much, but I also... <laughs> I came home from work yesterday and like walked into our living room and Emma was just laying on the couch. One of our other roommates was sitting on the floor and they both just looked exhausted. And Brackett just like runs over to me and he's like, I love you, I love you, love you. And I see like toys everywhere, shredded paper. And I was like, oh wow, it's been a, it's been a day. (laughs) Yeah. We really bonded this past few days. Like I, of course I'm watching Brackett and I love him. I love this dog to pieces, but yeah, like Honestly, like, you need to be able to go and do your things without having to bring him with you. So, like, having a support system is actually huge. Mm -hmm. And, like, that was the thing before you even got the dog. Like, you had to make sure – obviously, Natasha was committed to living with us. So, she had to make sure we were fine with having a dog, too. Yeah. And I think, you know, even besides roommates, having another place besides your home that, you Mm -hmm. know, if you are all gone with your roommates that he can go um, is really important, too. So, like, I'm really blessed with my family's able to watch him. And the other weekend, some friends took him. So, like, Mm -hmm. having that is so important. Yeah, exactly. And, like, one thing that I came to mind was, like, because you you always talk about, like, this is the dog I'm probably going to have when I get married or when I have kids. And I'm like, wow, when she gets married and goes on her honeymoon, I'm probably going to (laughs) be watching Breckett. Like, 
I'm in charge of Brecken when she leaves. Honestly, you'll like, be the person I call when he has to go somewhere. Right, and yeah. I'm fully ready for that. And Brecken and I know that now. I was like, Brecken, this is just <laughs> training for the future. Like, we're always going to have that bond. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you always say, Emma, like when people ask you if you're going to get a dog, you're like, not right now. Yep. I always, like people, since we've gotten Brecken, people always ask me if I'm going to get a dog ever. And I would always say, I don't want to get a dog until I'm married. And my husband agrees to do 51% of the work. And I'm not saying that because I'm lazy. Like, I'm still doing 49% of the work. But I just need someone who's also very in it and just, like, in it even more than I would. Mm -hmm. So that's my 51-49 percentage. Like, I love dogs. I love Brecken. I loved Tripod, our prior dog. Like, all for dogs. But I I recognize they're a lot of work. They are. And I think if you go into it that mindset, then mm-hmm. you're hopefully not surprised. Yeah. And that makes it a lot more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing I would say about preparing for a dog, <laughs> the getting the dog process before the dogs arrived, something that's so key that is amazing if you have figured out before they get here is a name. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this was like one of the most stressful parts about getting Brecken was naming him. And that's why his name is Brecken by Mercilo Paxson Finn. Because he's had all those names and a few more, I think. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. When we showed up to puppy class on the first night, all the other dogs knew their name. And I was like, Brecken, Brecken, Brecken. But he had no idea because we, even though I'd had him for like three weeks, the dog didn't know because well, we had changed it so many he, times. He had a different name for like three or four days. I know. We even published a podcast with his old name. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> We listened back to that part, you guys, and it was us and our roommates. Yeah, sometimes I'll just, we'll play our podcast in the car. Just randomly. And and it was like, and we got a puppy named Kylo. And And we we all were like, what? (laughs) Yeah. No, it's funny. Yeah, I think having the name ahead of time just helps. But Mm -hmm. also, sometimes you just got to see their face and try a few out and realize it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that was a saga and a saga we actually talked about, I think, on the podcast. So, I think so, too. Um, don't need to get into that, but do it. <laughs> Pick a name. Pick three. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, okay. I guess then it's like you get the dog and then you have a puppy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we made that sound so simple. Like, oh, do I have people that will help me? Yeah. Do I have a place to get it? Yeah. Like, there's more to that, but... There is. This is also taking into factors that, like, you're ready to have a dog. Mm -hmm. Of, like, this is a commitment you want to make. Your living situation set up so that you can do that easily. And, you know, your work situation set up so you can do that easily. Those things we're saying are a given. Because Mm -hmm. otherwise, I would say maybe wait. Because it is such a big responsibility as we will get into. Mm -hmm. And unless you really want to, like, adapt your life to the dog, it's easier if the dog can kind of just join your life. Yes. As much as possible. Yeah. So we maybe brushed over, like, should I get a dog? (laughs) But, like, I... Yeah, know your work, know your, I mean, finances, no finances, no work, no personal life, like, know all of that to mm-hmm. make that decision. But yeah. anyways, now you have a dog. The puppy has arrived. It has flown in from Texas, and it is so stinking cute and so smelly, and you have to go give him a bath. Like, what's the next steps? What do we need to know? Oh, Brecken was so cute, you guys. I'm just, like, reliving that was. moment when we, he was dropped off, and I was like, oh, this precious little thing. He, he was, was so cute. We spent that whole night just watching him yeah i don't feel like he was that small but now looking back at the mm-hmm. pictures i'm like oh you were just a baby like he, he was, was just this little thing oh my poor guy <laughs> oh, i was terrified he was so scared he was so scared yeah nothing like being separated from all your siblings and flown across the united states anyways um things to consider like having a dog is expensive mm-hmm. you're I mean, caring for a living creature yeah. first off getting a dog is expensive yeah yeah, I very much so. You don't have to fly it from Texas, so I will say that. 
<laughs> cuts down on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to figure out in preparation for this how much I spend per month on Brecken. And I think like I only budget honestly about $100. But that said, there's mm-hmm. other things you spend money yeah. on. Okay, so let's break it down. Like $100, what does that all entail? Obviously food. Mm-hmm. And that varies based on the type of dog and his appetite and <laughs> his lack of appetite and all that. Yeah, I mean, so I'm spending money on that, but I spend more money. So vet bills are expensive, mm-hmm. and those aren't, like, all the time, but um, there's just things that come up. And I think, like, having kind of money set aside for an emergency is always really important in case something happens. Um, training, I'm budgeting money that I spend on that. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, you spend – it's something else to spend money on. Yeah, it's like, oh, a, a cute little avocado treat. I'm going to get this for my dog. yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then he shreds it, so you get another one. Yeah, he's got this avocado toy. That's the toy we always play with, me and him. I'm sure he plays it with everyone. But we have this game called Avocado Tug, and I have the rug burns on my knees from today, actually. But, but like, toys and bones and Mm -hmm. leashes and harnesses and poop bags and... Shall I go on? And, and like sometimes you forget this tie-out steak at a park and then it gets thrown away or disappears. You have to buy another one yeah. and just like that. Also, I we're renting and so I do pay for him to live here. Mm-hmm. So that's an added, I guess, yeah. monthly expense too. Mm-hmm. And then wherever you are, like that cost is different. Mm-hmm. There's a deposit and then there's typically like a monthly pet rent. Yeah. Also, like... I have people that watch him, but I'm looking into, like, a doggy daycare. And that will, like, cost money because mm-hmm. that's just how my work schedule is set up right now that yeah. I kind of need that option. So, I don't know. Like, it is expensive. And mm-hmm. that would be something that I would say is because it's a living creature, you can't, like, you can't completely know how much you're going to spend because it, mm-hmm. it changes. It's not just this static, like, oh, this is how much. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Like, don't just think there's an upfront cost. There's yeah. upkeep, too. Exactly. Yeah. Um. The second thing is, like, having a puppy is a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You put a ton of time into training. Yeah. And, um, like, that's worth it at the end of the day, but mm-hmm. it takes a lot of consistency. Yeah. And my nights, like, I am busy at least one night mm-hmm. at a class. Right. And, like, you have to spend time in the mornings or at night or you're just – there's often times when you're training him and we can make fun of you all you want because we have never seen – oh, my goodness. <laughs> we have never seen Natasha speak as exuberantly – as when she's training Brecken. Like, she didn't even get excited, like, around anything. And then all of a sudden she gets a dog and he learns to sit and she freaks out. I'm like, dang, I've never seen you to have this much emotion. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean, though? I know. It's just because, you guys, you have to be so excited for the dog so that they're motivated. They recognize, like, this is amazing and the best mm-hmm. thing ever. Anyways, okay. I just hope you're just that, that excited for me when something good happens in my <laughs> life as you are when Brecken learns to sit and to shake. I, I will be. I will be. Oh, guys, it's the cutest thing. It's actually kind of annoying, but it's so cute. So Brecken, like, learned to shake. And now, anytime he wants something... He just raises a paw. <laughs> he just like he's like that's how I get food. Like I yeah. raise a paw and they all freak out. It took so long for us to learn this because it was so confusing for him. Mm-hmm. And now he's like still like I don't quite understand when this works and when it doesn't. Yeah. But it's funny. It's cute. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, obedience school is a must. Yeah. I would say. You think so? I very much advocate for it because all dogs have issues, and it's helpful to have someone else that's holding you accountable, number one. Number two, an environment that's not your home, that mm-hmm. is like you're there every week. And then three, just someone that's teaching you how to teach your dog. Mm-hmm. It's really helpful. Yeah. I learned something, even though I've trained dogs before. Yeah, I guess I was shocked when you said you were, you and Brecken were going to do obedience school 
but because I was like, don't you know how to train a dog? Mm-hmm. But like, that's that's huge, I guess. Yeah. Um, potty training. Haha. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Potty training. <laughs> it's time <laughs> consuming, guys. It's time. Cons- yeah. Like, I'm actually shocked of how much he's grown. Mm-hmm. Like, we used to have to take him out like every hour and he still would pee on the carpet. Mm-hmm. Now he's like, doesn't. I and know. it's so nice. <laughs> I was thinking that the other day. I was like, oh, like I should take him out. But I was also like, it's been three hours and he's mm-hmm. been fine. It was amazing. Sometimes I'm still like, if he stands still for too long, I'm like, are you peeing? <laughs> but he's not. But um, I guess like just a point of hope. If you're listening to this podcast and you've already got the dog and it's peeing all the time, there is hope. They do like get better. Yeah. Like there is a pro. Yeah. Like I think we thought too soon like he was done. We're like, mm-hmm. he did it. He knows. <laughs> and we were like, just kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, I, that's not, just something. Yeah, not talk too much about potty training, but that's a process. Yeah. And, and it's gross. It's gross, and it's unfortunate, and it's embarrassing. But, you know, you got to deal with it because they have to learn, and they don't know that. Yeah. Another thing to know is that dogs pee when they get excited. <laughs> that's a really big Brecken issue. It's not most dogs. Okay. Brecken, you guys, like, I love him, but his biggest vice is that anytime I haven't seen him for a while or he's just really excited, he pees on me. Mm-hmm. And so that's super unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that just goes into the last point about, like, training is, like, be patient because mm-hmm. it is a process and you're getting a puppy that has a short attention span. And even if you, like, know how to train a dog, you're just dealing with the fact that it's a baby. Yeah. And it's hard. And I don't know. Don't give up. Yeah, they're so cute. <laughs> they are so cute. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, being patient. I think, like, even, like, as a roommate, so I'm not mm-hmm. in charge of training him. And so it's, like, so, I'm, our truth, honest to be honest truth right now, it's, like, sometimes it's, like, Natasha, why doesn't he know how to do this? You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah, of course he doesn't know how to do this. He's, like, eight months old and, like, doesn't understand life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, a, But it's, like, so, yeah, be patient. Be patient with those who are training dogs, too, like, they're a baby still. It takes time, and we're getting there. And mm-hmm. honestly, guys, like thinking back to Brecken as a puppy, like a little puppy, I'm so happy he's not there anymore. Yeah. Like he was cute, but we've made so much ground compared to where mm-hmm. we were. Yeah, that that's super th- wonderful to see. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, there's time that is spent in training a dog, but also there's just time because now you have another like entity you're taking care of. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he's just a time suck because you just sit. And you play with him, and I'll be playing, like, fetch with him for 30 minutes. I'm like, where has my day gone? Where has my time gone? It's kind of like social media. It's like you start, and then it's like, whoa, it was an hour, you Honestly, know? Really, that's that's a good comparison. But, <laughs> but it's better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking, guys, like, I don't have free time anymore because any free time I, I have to spend with Brecken mm-hmm. because, like, he has to be walked. He has to – I don't know. It's just very – a different mm-hmm. – reality I used to read a lot and I think I don't because I don't sit on the couch I would take him for a walk then Mm -hmm. um but one thing that has been hard is like it messes up your routines yep I don't know it's messed up our routine yep (laughs) (laughs) that's true uh yep anyways (laughs) (laughs) so just be cognizant of that that's coming yeah yep moving on (laughs) um there's okay and then like a big thing to know and we've kind of this is obviously spilled through it's just a responsibility Mm -hmm. you have to not not it's like a step up to being a parent and obviously being a parent's a big thing but you're in charge of a living creature it's a lot to take on yeah and I think like that you can't overlook I think Mm -hmm. that sometimes in my mind I used to of like oh I'll have a puppy and I'll be here and I would only think about it in the moments that'd be fun to have Mm -hmm. a dog you know 
But there's moments where it's really not. And you have to say no to things because people don't always want a dog at stuff, which is totally acceptable. But then it's just like, well, I can't come because I made a commitment to this dog. Mm-hmm. And that's super unfortunate when that, those moments happen. But I think being prepared for that is important because mm-hmm. it's the reality. Yeah. And also, like, things happen with a dog. You know, mm-hmm. Brecken got – he had worms and it cost me a ton of money to fix it. And it was <laughs> gross. And, like, I don't know. It's yeah. just, like, that's a responsibility, though, to mm-hmm. do. Okay, Question. I don't know if this is going to, like, be asked or how it's going to be answered. But, like, yes, you have this huge responsibility to take care of this dog. Mm-hmm. Financially, responsibly, yes. But in the end of the day, do you ever, like, have to remember it's just a dog? Oh, for sure. And, like, he – I'm in charge of him. I'm the sole person in charge of him, the main person. But, like, it is just a dog. I have a responsibility to humans. And, like, is that – I don't know. Does that question make sense? Yeah, I think, like, with Brecken, it's pretty easy of, like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I don't find myself being, like, oh, I'm going to choose Brecken over people. Mm-hmm. But it's more that I think when you are the only person, like, it's easier if you have a spouse or someone else is, like, in this with you. Yeah. But if it's, like, oh, I'm the one that's responsible for making sure that he gets out and has, mm-hmm. like, like you just have to budget that responsibility yeah. into your life in order to still be present with other mm-hmm. people. Yeah. But that said, like, there's so much fun thing. Like, having a dog brings so much joy to my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I yeah. wouldn't say, like, this podcast should dissuade you from getting a dog. No, because I still love Brecken <laughs> <laughs> so much. <laughs> but, like, there is fun things you can do with the dog, too. And, like, it's not like, okay, there's these all these things that we, like, yeah, it's important to bring those light and talk about them. But, mm-hmm. like, you have so enjoyed doing things with Brecken, too. So have I. So have our roommates. Our roommates who were anti-Brecken at one point are in love with him still. Yeah, I mean, it's fun, you guys. Like, if you, and I think, too, if you get a dog that fits your lifestyle really well, and it's like, oh, I can bring this into into my life, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, instead of having to change everything about yourself to fit this animal, like, that's really fun. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I go for a lot more walks, but it's been really enjoyable, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say that's a bad thing. Come winter, you can check in yeah. with me, and I'll probably yeah. be hating it. You've got good weather right now. <laughs> but I don't know. There's a lot of dog-friendly places around mm-hmm. us, too, and that's really fun as well. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's lots of fun things to do with a dog and not like, and you still been able to do things and bring him with or mm-hmm. he, he also can stay in his kennel. Like, you know, like I me, mean, when we go out for half apps at night, like it's not like he wants to come anyways. <laughs> he <laughs> exactly. wants to sleep. So exactly. Um, this, yeah. Although we just talked about a lot of like hard things, like it's also manageable. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, get a dog, but, but just be aware of like what you're getting as far as responsibility levels and all of that. Pro tip, actually, convince (laughs) your roommate to get a dog because all of these things we talked about, yes, I'm still dealing with them like in a certain way, but have your roommate get a dog. It's the best (laughs) possible position because you get to enjoy him. But yet Natasha's the one that has to clean up his accidents inside for the most part. If it's my fault because I didn't bring him out, then of course I'll clean it up. She's the one that had to buy him. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Um... Okay, sorry. So I don't have checks and I had to pay with a check, but like I just don't. And I couldn't do that actually is the problem. And so Emma bought Brecken yeah. for me because So Brecken was technically mine before hers. Yeah. Anyways. But uh like okay, but in, in reality, like <laughs> I didn't have to buy him. I'm not taking him to the vet. I don't have to clean up after his mistakes if they're not my mistakes. But I still get to enjoy him. But in the end of the day, I was brushing my teeth the other night and realized, oh, when Natasha moves out, she's probably gonna take Brecken with her. So that's what my mom thought, though. She still has two of my dogs, so. <laughs> so 
maybe I'll end up with Brecken after all. Just kidding, just kidding. You and me, Brecken, you and me. Um, um, I don't know what else to say, other than send us puppy pictures if you get a dog. <laughs> yeah, and we typically struggle with doing social media for our podcast, but this one I think we'll have enough content for. Oh, guys, for. we have so much. So much. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know, Emma, anything else? Um... We honestly didn't tell as many stories as I thought we were going to about him. No, but we do that so frequently mm-hmm. in this podcast that I feel like people can continue to listen and hear those yeah. stories. So we or go not- back if you want. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think every time I see someone, Brecken comes up. There's not many conversations that he doesn't come up in. I will say, you guys, mm, reason to get a dog. It is a conversation starter, and if you want, it, like, just... I will say this. If you want a guy to come talk to you, get a dog. <laughs> no, I'm Does serious. that work? Oh, for sure. <laughs> no way. Because they're just so cute. And it's like a reason that everyone can like, oh, I can have a conversation mm-hmm. with you about your dog. And I don't have to know you. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Very it's just true. like, oh, here. Anyways, so. Okay. Well, there you go. If you needed any last convincing, I think it works both ways. So, I think so, too. Um, there you have it. But before we head off, we haven't had to, we haven't said this in a while, so just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't had a chance to, uh, if you would, please rate this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Um, there's kind of a rating system, five stars, we hope. Um, <laughs> but if you would do that, that makes a huge difference for us, and we really appreciate you taking the time to do that. Yeah, we would really like that. Great. And with that, we are going to sign off. But thank you so much for listening to a full podcast about Brecken. Um, And uh, we'll talk to you next week.